The following is a presentation of Southern Union State Community College Athletics. Exclusive broadcast rights have been granted to the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com by Southern Union Bison Athletics. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written consent of iSchoolSportsNetwork.com is strictly prohibited. Southern Union Bison Athletics, brought to you by Southern Union State Community College, The Knowles Group, Meadows Farm Equipment, Farm Boys Cafe, The Randolph Leader, The Car Clinic, and The Chuck House. Stay tuned, our broadcast is coming up. Good afternoon and welcome to another beautiful day of Southern Union Baseball here on the campus of Southern Union State Community College in Wadley, Alabama. My name is Tim Althorpe, here alongside my partner, Matt Knight. So happy to have you with us here on iSchool Sports Network for Southern Union Baseball this afternoon. We're gonna take a quick pause as they play the national anthem.
And the Bison are on the field for the start of this first game between Southern Union and Shelton State out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. This is the second half of a four-game series between these two teams. Southern Union lost the first two games in Tuscaloosa on Thursday, and they'll look for a split in this important division series today with our doubleheader this afternoon. And the matchup in this series kind of gives us a contrast in the coaching department. On Southern Union side, you've got Aaron Everett, who in effect is still in his first year as a head coach after COVID cut the season short a year ago. But on the opposite side with Shelton State, you've got head coach Bobby Sproul, who's been a longtime fixture among the Alabama JUCO coaching fraternity. Sproul is in his 30th season and sits sixth among active JUCO coaches in the nation with 1,046 career wins and counting. Hopefully he's not able to add to that total today for you Southern Union fans, but still a, a legendary coach sitting in the dugout for Shelton State and a, and a contrast in styles as Aaron Everett still cutting his teeth as a head coach for Southern Union and officially his second season. So today we'll see how the young buck Aaron Everett matches up against the battle-tested war horse in Bobby Sproul. And get you the starting lineup for the Buccaneers. Leading off will be the shortstop, Carson Clowers. Batting second will be the left fielder, Caden Shirley. Batting third will be the first baseman, Colby Smelly. Batting cleanup will be the designated hitter, Griffin Carroll. Batting fifth will be the third baseman, Drake Logan. Batting sixth will be the right fielder, Braden Broussard. Batting seventh will be the center fielder, Jalen Parker. Batting eighth will be the catcher, Nick Ragsdale. And batting ninth, the second baseman, Nolan Hammonds. And they'll be facing Cameron Land on the mound for Southern Union. Land getting his sixth start of the season. He comes in with a record of one and three. Good ERA, 3-1-5. 20 innings pitched, 24 hits allowed. Six walks, 17 strikeouts. Land has a fastball that'll touch 90 miles an hour, throws hard. And the last time he pitched, he got the victory against Bevel State in the first game on Saturday. He's in that role again here today. And we're about ready to get underway, a doubleheader of Southern Union versus Shelton State. And we're happy to have you along with us here on iSchool Sports Network. Ready for the first pitch, Land winds, delivers, swing and a miss to Clowers, and it's 0-1. Defensively for Southern Union in the outfield left to right, you've got Will Kelly, Miles Cook in center, Sire, Brody Sire in right field, Thomas Collins at third, Clayton Phillips at short, Riley Borgert at second, Casey Clark at first, and Austin Brewer behind the plate catching Cameron Land, who fires another strike, taken for a taken, called strike, outside corner, 0-2. To Clowers. Comes in hitting 206, no home runs, six RBIs on the season. The shortstop takes a breaking ball off the plate. Land tried to get him to chase that breaking ball diving away. Clowers didn't, didn't bite, and it's one and two. Here is the one-two pitch, swung on and hit out to short. Phillips waits for it to roll into his glove, scoops it up, throws across in time for out number one. And that'll bring up the left fielder, Clayton Shirley, Caden Shirley, excuse me. Caden Shirley. 
Shirley hitting 205 with two home runs, five RBIs for the year. Getting starting left field today. Right-handed hitter. Land into the wine, delivered, tapped at the plate. It's going to be foul as it pops straight off the turf and into the glove of Brewer. It'll be an 0-1 count now to Shirley. Land into the wine. Breaking ball dives outside. It's one and one. One pitch on the way, here it comes. Swung on and missed. Had Shirley off stride. Land quickly ahead, one and two. Here is the one-two pitch. Tried to get the corner with a fastball, but it came over low. That'll even the count at two and two. Southern Union, as I said, lost the first two games of this series on Thursday. Score was 2-1 to one in extra innings in the first game. 2-2 two -two pitch bounces away from Brewer. That'll run the count full. Second game was kind of a, a low point for Southern Union in terms of pitching. Bison lost 7-3. to three. And not so much the, the hits that they surrendered, but control was out of control for the Bison. Let you know after this 3-2 pitch, swung on and missed. Land gets his man. First strikeout of the game for Cameron Land, and there's two outs in the first. High fastball, Shirley went chasing and came up empty. But talking about that 7-3 loss on Thursday, the Bison walked six batters, hit another five batters to go along with the seven hits that Shelton State got in that game. Two of those free passes forced home runs. And the Bison scored their three runs late in the contest. So it was kind of a lopsided game where Coach Aaron Everett wasn't real happy with the way his team played. But so far, Cameron Land is trying to put things back in order on the mound for the Bison. But he's behind in the count 2-0 and oh to Colby Smelly. That breaking ball on the second pitch just missed it. Must have stayed high. Smelly, this is where the trouble starts in this Shelton State lineup as he awaits the 2-0 pitch. Fastball low and away, and it's 3-0. Smelly among the conference leaders with a 4.07 batting average. He's got two home runs and eight RBIs. On deck, Griffin Carroll has good numbers too, and those are the two real offensive threats that have been consistently good this season in this lineup. Fastball called strike on the 3-0 pitch. That'll bring it to 3-1 and one to Smelly. As Land winds and delivers, swung on and hit hard to left, hooking towards the line and is gonna be a foul ball. 
just foul. Would have been extra bases for Smelly. And I mean, if it was foul, a hair it was <laughs> that I don't have on my head, you know. <laughs> By one of Matt's hairs, that's how much it was foul. And that'll run the count full three and two. And you see the good bat of Smelly. I mean, yes, yeah, Smelly on that pitch. He he turned on a fastball and hit it hard. It was on the warning track right in that gravel, and it was hard to see from here. The home plate umpire was right on it. He was eagle-eyeing it the whole way and immediately called foul. So here's a 3-2 pitch. Called strike three outside corner. Land back-to-back strikeouts to close out the first inning. In one-two-three fashion, we'll go to the bottom of the first. No score. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Cameron Land gets the Buccaneers 1-2-3 in the top of the first. We go to the bottom half. And this is how the Bison will line up here in the first game of our doubleheader today. Third game overall of this series. Miles Cook will lead things off playing center field. Third baseman Thomas Collins will bat second. The first baseman Casey Clark batting third. The catcher Austin Brewer in the cleanup spot. Right fielder Brody Sire batting fifth. Designated hitter Jake Spivey batting sixth. Shortstop Clayton Phillips batting seventh. Left fielder Will Kelly batting eighth. And second baseman Riley Borger batting ninth. And that's the lineup that, with a couple of shuffles here and there, those are the nine guys that have sort of settled in as the starting nine for head coach Aaron Everett. They'll be facing pitcher Grant Hickman. Right-hander for Shelton State. Hickman getting his fifth start of the season. He comes in with a record of 1-3, and three, a 540 ERA, 23 hits allowed and 15 innings pitched. Nine earned runs, five walks, nine strikeouts in that time. So he's given up over a hit an inning. And we'll see if the Southern, if that can help revive these Southern Union bats. They only had nine total hits in the first two games of this series. And Miles Cook stands in and try to get this offense going for the Bison here in the bottom of the first. Pitch taken for a ball high. Cook, a more recent addition to the starting lineup for Southern Union. He's only been in there for the past 10 games or so. Takes a called strike at the belt inside corner, one and one. But Cook has done nothing to make Aaron Everett sit him down. He's swung a good bat. Takes a pitch almost in the same spot, but that one was up and in. And it's two and one. Cook hitting 455, a homer, four RBIs. He's 10 for 31 on, excuse me, 10 for 22 on the season. Slow roller out to short. Cook on his horse, but he's not going to beat the rap as Clowers throws him out. Number 22, Thomas Collins. And that's out number one in the first. Yeah. 
grounds out. And it'll be Thomas Collins at the plate, left-handed hitter. Third baseman for the Bison, hitting 412. No homer, seven RBIs. Collins swings at the first pitch, hits a chopper to first. Smelly charges, he'll take it himself, step on the bag. And that's out number two, so two quick ground outs for the Bison. Here in the first. Casey Clark, another left-handed hitter, will be the batter. Comes in hitting 333, two home runs, 19 RBIs to lead the team in that category, what you would expect from a big, heavy hitting first baseman. Takes a ball, it's 1 0. Takes again low, and that's ball two to Casey Clark. Bison looking for their first base runner here in the first with two outs and no score. Swung on and hit in the air to left. Somewhat deep, Shirley has to go back. He is there though to make the catch just shy of the warning track and the Bison go one, two, three in the bottom of the first. We go to inning number two, no score between Southern Union and Shelton State. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other these or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. No score as we go to the second inning. Both sides retired in 1-2-3 fashion in the first. Tim, just let all the viewers know we're trying to keep them updated with the basketball going on. The basketball both boys and girls had to cancel last night. Uh, bus broke down on Gadsden coming down, and um, and so we we're running a little ticker across the bottom, trying to keep them updated as to what's going on down the way too. They started the same time we did. Women playing over there, with the men to follow. We've got that live broadcast going on a, on that side of things right here on High School Sports Network. Adam Slay over there making the call with Lon Hurst and. Al Haynes helping him out as Cameron Land starts things off in the second with a called strike to the designated hitter, Griffin Carroll. Carroll lefty takes off speed, called strike two. And this is something that we've seen out of Land. He's going, pitching off of his fastball a lot more, relying on that velocity that he's got. And that was a strategy that was encouraged by Coach Everett 
he felt like some of the struggles as Land gets a swinging strike for strike three. Three straight strikeouts now. And that was the breaking ball. But just talking about the pitching strategy, Coach Everett has really encouraged him to pitch off of that fastball more. And Land has sort of made that adjustment. And he's seen the ERA come down. He had a very good outing last week in the win over Bevel State. Would have been the winner if the bullpen hadn't coughed up the lead there late. But it's that switch to the to the fastball that's been effective for Land. As he fires a breaking ball there for a called strike. That evens the count at one and one to Drake Logan, the third baseman. Logan hitting 333, two home runs, nine RBIs. And he has been red hot in this series. Logan went four for four with an RBI in the first game. Added another hit in the second game. So five for seven overall in the series. He's seen that average jump up to that 333. Hits another one hard on a hop to short. Phillips plants and throws in time for out number two. Nice high Sunday hop for Clayton Phillips out there at short. He didn't really have to move all that much. Got his foot in the ground and made a strong throw across. And there's quickly two outs here in the second. And Braden Broussard will be the hitter. Broussard in limited action, 277, no home runs, three RBIs. That 277, just five for 18 on the season. So he has just recently cracked the lineup. And he takes a ball off the plate, 1-0. The 1-0 pitch from Land is up with the fastball. Two balls, no strikes to, to Broussard now. Right fielder for the Buccaneers. Here is the 2-0 pitch, swung on and missed. Looks like Land pulled the string on him a little bit there. 2-0 off speed, had him out in front, it's 2-1. One pitch, another breaking ball, and a beauty. He crosses the plate for a called strike, and it's two and two. Land has his sign into the wind. Two-two pitch, swung on and chopped towards third. Collins charges, fires on the run accurately. And gets his man for out number three. So another one, two, three inning in the second for Cameron Land and the Southern Union Bison will go to the bottom half of inning number two. Still no score. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334 334- 863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. 
Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie, or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Coming up the bat, number 15, Austin Bird. Bottom of the second, no score. Four, five, six spots in the order for Southern Union. We'll get their first look at Shelton State pitcher Grant Hickman. We got him one, two, three in the first. It'll be Austin Brewer to lead things off. Catcher for the Bison. Takes a first pitch fastball, called strike right through there. It's 0-1. Brewer having a good season at the plate. Takes a breaking ball, must have stayed high. It's one ball, one strike now. Brewer comes in at 385. Three home runs, 12 RBIs. That three home runs leads the team. Swung on and hit in the air. Foul and out of play, right side. And that'll run the count to one and two. Brewer, the primary catcher. He'll catch a breather from Griffin Usher every now and then, but his bat has kept him in the lineup. Talking about Brewer as he takes low for ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Two-two pitch, just missed low, and it's a full count. As Brewer bidden to become the first base runner of the ball game for either team. Takes call, strike outside corner. No argument from Brewer there as Hickman painted it. And it was mixed reviews up here in the stands, you know, Shelton's. State fans liked it. Southern Unions was a little disappointed, but it, like I said, not much argument from Brewer. It was a borderline pitch, but Hickman got the call, and that's out number one. Here in the second is Brody Sire. The right fielder steps in. Sire swinging at the first pitch, hits one in the air to left. Shirley comes in, makes the catch, and that is quickly out number two here in the second. Number 44, Jake Spivey. That'll bring up the designated hitter, Jake Spivey. Pitch to Spivey. Bounces away from the catcher. Ball one. Spivey. Averages 236. Two home runs, nine RBIs. But Spivey's had some big hits this season. He's don't let the average fool you. He has come through in some big spots as he takes a called strike to even the count at one and one. And that those two home runs tell you he's got some pop in that bat as well. Called strike on a breaking ball. He got a wide strike zone. Bison fans unhappy about that one. 
but it's one and two to Spivey. Hickman works quickly. Swung on, fouled straight back. Out of play, Spivey stays alive to see another one-two pitch. Here it comes, one ball, two strikes. Way off the plate outside. Ragsdale, the catcher, was set up out there. But Hickman went wide of even where he was set up. So now it's two and two. Pitch is called strike three outside corner. So Hickman gets a couple of strikeouts and he's going toe to toe with Cameron Land. No base runners for either team yet. As we go to the third, no score back after this. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray in from the Car Clinic. Wedowie's Hometown Pharmacy, H&M Drugs, where we've been taking care of the community for over 40 years. Fast, friendly service. We know you by name. Most insurance companies are accepted, and we've redone our gift department, so make sure you come by and check it out. Also offering free gift wrapping, H&M Drugs carries a full line of medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. H&M Drugs offering a full line of vaccinations. Open Monday to Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane in Wheat Alley. No score as we go to the third inning. Bottom third of the order due up for the Buccaneers. It'll be Jalen Parker, Nick Ragsdale, and Nolan Hammonds. I've been kind of excited to have Jalen Parker come in. Matt, listen to these numbers. For Jalen Parker, one of the most unusual stat lines you'll you'll hear. The batting average, 133. All right. Two for 15 on the season. Those two hits, a homer and a triple. Slugging percentage, because of those two hits, is 467. He's walked nine times, so he's got an on-base percentage of 458. So despite the fact that he's only hitting 133, he's got a 925 OPS and 15 at-bats. He's very unusual Numbers there for Jalen Parker as he steps in. And strokes and one goes. into center field. Right on cue, a base hit to right. The first time he's been held to first base on a base hit this season. So that's doing something. But Jalen Parker is the first base runner of the ball game. That is crazy numbers. <laughs> Isn't that you something? Know, I mean, I, I, was, I was looking at that yesterday. I just thought, man, you just don't see numbers put together like that a kid that's only got two hits but his OPS is almost a thousand that's pretty good and that'll go up after that base hit so he's at first with nobody out Nick Ragsdale the catcher at the plate he squares early showing bunt that draws Collins in pulls the bat back and takes the ball it's one and zero. always a little wary when they square around that early it could be a decoy and you have to keep an eye on Parker over there at first. Showing Bunn again. Takes the ball, and it's 2-0. First time Land has had to go to the stretch with a runner on. And he has yet to find the strike zone. Ragsdale once again early shows Bunt. 
Pulls it back, takes the ball outside and low. It's 3-0. Ragsdale trying to give himself up, but Land hasn't given him the opportunity. 3-0 pitch. He'd be silly not to show bunt again. Sure, he'll be taken. He does show bunt, takes it, and it's ball four. A four-pitch walk. After Land was cruising right along, he gave up a leadoff single on the first pitch of the inning to Parker. Yeah, we're cruising right along with the innings. I mean, you know, here we are. <laughs> We've been on the air for 30 minutes. And it's third inning Third already. inning. But Shelton State putting together the first threat of the afternoon as Nolan Hammonds, the second baseman, number nine hitter, steps in with two on and nobody out here in the third. He also shows bunt. That'll bring in Clark from first, and there's a called strike as Hammonds pulled the bat back, watched it go by. It's 0-1. Runners get their leads. Batter squares around. Clark creeps in, and they throw back to second. Parker scampers back safely. Not a bad thought there. You may get him leaning a little bit with the sacrifice on. You know he wants to get a good jump from second base. Hammonds again squares around. Shows bunt, pulls it back. Takes a breaking ball in the dirt, and that'll even the count at one and one. Numbers on Hammonds, 256, no home runs, nine RBIs on the season. for the Buccaneers second baseman. He's got himself in a 1-1 count. Land comes set. And he attempts the bunt and misses. And that's strike two. So one ball, two strikes now. And we'll see how they play it with that two-strike count. of the bunt, obviously, to stay out of the double play. They want to get the, those runners up to second and third with one out. And he's showing bunt again with two strikes. Land long pause. Now comes home. And the bunt is laid down foul, and that'll he's be out. a strikeout as Hammonds doesn't get the job done. He is out number one in the third. And that'll bring us back to the top of the order with Carson Clowers. Fourth strikeout for Cameron Land. And a big one now is the Bison can get a double play ball that will end the inning. And we'll see if the sacrifice is still on with the top of the order guys up there. Clowers grounded out to short his first time up. Not showing bunt. Takes one up and in. Almost took it off the helmet. He ducked under it, though, and it's 1-0. Ball, no strike to Clowers. Land delivers, swung on, a hit right off the end of the bat. It'll squirt foul up the first base side. 
That'll even things up at one and one. Clower's well out in front of that one. Just got a piece of it. He's back in the box. Waits a 1-1 pitch from Cameron Land. Here it is. Swung on, popped up, foul territory. That's going to get out of play. And that will run the count to one and two. We saw Hickman. He's almost in the wind as soon as he gets the ball back from the catcher. Land a little more deliberate. Especially with these runners on, he's got to keep an eye on Parker back there at second. He takes a look back there. Another look back. Now he comes home. Swung on and hit hard, but well foul. Again, Clowers was out in front. And he stays alive to see another one-two pitch. Parker down at second. Ragsdale at first, a leadoff single, a walk. Put them where they are. A failed bunt attempt was the first out of the inning. As Land got a strikeout on that, and now he's run the count to two and two to Clowers with that pitch low and away. Here is the 2-2 pitch, swung on, bounced towards third. Good, Collins stepped good, on the base good, good. to get the force there, threw across the first for the double play, and Land gets out of it. So a couple of base runners, but the double play ends the inning for Southern Union. We go to the bottom of the third, still no score. Hey, folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Couldn't draw up a ground ball any better than the one that ended the last half inning. Collins, the third baseman, fielded the chopper pretty much as he was standing on third base. So he got the force out there and was able to easily throw across the first for the double play to end the inning. So the Bison work around a couple of base runners. And we go to the bottom of the third inning. It'll be the bottom of the order for Southern Union. Clayton Phillips, Will Kelly. Riley Borger due up for the first time against Grant Hickman. Him just get a little update down at the arena. The girls after 
down with six to five. They've, they've answered with uh, 21 unanswered points and nice. leads. Gaston 26 to six with uh, 456 left before half. So good news for you Southern Union women's basketball fans. They're hot. They're hot too. They, they are six in a row. They are. If you're watching across the ticker, the girls uh, playing in Shelton, playing in Tuscaloosa, uh, softball team. Uh, they lost first game two to one. And there's a ground ball to first, and the tag by Smelly gets Phillips. The ground ball to short. I should have said. Clowers field and throw. And throw was high, but Phillips trying to dodge the first baseman. I don't know that he ever stepped on the base. He didn't. And so the tag got him, and he is out number one in the third. And that'll bring up Will Kelly. Coach Sproul out to check on Clowers. I hope he's okay. Looks like he is. Sproul makes his way back to the dugout, and Hickman's ready to go against Will Kelly. First pitch to Kelly, bounces away. Pitch was low and in. It's 1-0. and Kelly hitting 244. Three home runs, eight RBIs. He's tied for the team lead with Brewer with those home runs. The 1-0 pitch dives off the plate outside. It's 2-0. Kelly, a big right-hander. Can hit the ball a long way if he ever gets a hold of one as he pops that one out of play on the 2-0 pitch to put the count at 2-1. and one. Two-one pitch out in front, didn't get it. It's two and two. See if Kelly can dial it in here on the two-two pitch. Here it comes, chopped foul. Pass third. Kelly stays alive. Two-two pitch, swung on, hit hard out towards short and into center field for a base hit. So Will Kelly gets the first hit of the afternoon for the Bison, and he's down at first with a one-out single. He hit that one hard, a diving attempt by Clowers out at short, but he just wasn't able to get to it. Kelly at first for Riley Borgert, second baseman. Good numbers for Borger, 356 on the season. No homer, seven RBIs. And one of the fastest guys on the team. Takes a called strike at the belt. 0-1 to Borger. You got Borger at night, at batting ninth, the Cook batting first. It kind of acts as a sort of double leadoff once you get through the batting order here. 
Pitch bounces in the dirt. Ragsdale able to keep it in front. Kelly not able to advance. And it's one and one to Borger. Hickman comes set. His first time working out of the stretch. Pitch bounces away. That one gets by Ragsdale this time. And Kelly goes down to second. That pitch bounced well in front of the plate. Nothing Ragsdale could do. It was outside also. It got by him. I don't even think it touched him. And Kelly down to second on the wild pitch. So Borger with a chance to push a run across if he can get a base hit to the outfield here with a 2-1 count. And that's what Boger done last Saturday when we were here batting at the bottom, at the top, wherever. You know, he, he was he made some good RBIs. Had a big hit in the seventh inning of that game last week with Southern Union down to its last out and trailing by a run. He got a two-out base hit that drove home the tying run and kept that game alive. Southern Union went on to win it in extra innings. So Borgert in the number nine spot, but far from an easy out as he's run the count to three and one against Hickman. Here's the three one, chopped towards second. Hammonds is gonna have to go towards bat first. His only play will be two first, and Kelly will move over to third on the ground out by Borgert. Coming up the bat, number 21, Miles Cook. will bring up Miles Cook. But it did get the runner over here from the pass ball. We'll get, we'll get a run in here. That's right. A lot more ways to score from third than there are from second, especially with two outs. Cook stands in 0 for 1. He grounded to short to lead off the game. Takes a called strike right through there. It's 0 and 1. And that pitch might have crossed up <laughs> Ragsdale. He jumped up as soon as he caught that ball and went out to talk to Hickman. Not sure how they would get crossed up. Without the runner at second, you would think they were using their regular signals. But hopefully they're on the same page now. As Hickman ready for the 0-1 pitch to Miles Cook, center fielder for the Bison. 0-1 pitch is up and in. One ball, one strike. Now to Cook. I want to see a, a foot race between Miles Cook and Riley Borgert. Talking, <laughs> talking to Coach Everett, he said those two guys can just flat out run. As there we a go. Base hit into right field. That's going to score a run. And we're going to get to see Cook run as he – Turns on the Jets. He's going to round third and go for third. Ground second and go for third, and he's going to make it in plenty of time. An RBI two-out triple by Miles Cook, and the Bison lead it one to nothing. Nothing wrong with the wheels on Miles Cook. He got around there in a hurry. That ball was smashed into the corner. 
And he got there. He probably could have gotten the third standing up. I mean, he, he just absolutely flew around the bases. One to nothing Southern Union. As Kelly comes home with the first run. And Thomas Collins takes a ball. Bison looking for another two-out hit to get this second run across. Collins takes low and in. It's 2-0. and That triple put some life in the Southern Union dugout. Collins takes inside for ball three. See if he has the green light, 3-0. We will never know. Pitch was inside for ball four. So Collins draws a two-out walk. And there's runners at the corners now for Casey Clark. Ragsdale steps out to give him signals how they're going to handle this first and third situation with two outs in case Collins takes off and he's a candidate to do that. Collins four for five in the stolen base department. Talking to Coach Everett, he said that's one thing that they want to add today that they weren't able to do on Thursday is put some pressure on them defensively with the running game as Collins takes off on the ball in the dirt and scampers down to second. He was not running on the pitch, but a good secondary lead. He saw that ball bounce and took off right away. And as it skipped away from Ragsdale, he had no play. Swung on, good cut by Clark. He sized up that fastball, but fouled it straight back, and it's one and one. Clark looking to add to his Team best RBI total. He's got 19 right now, but a chance to put two more across with a base hit. Takes outside. Two and one, now the count. Hickman back to the windup now. With Collins down at second. Cook at third. Pitch swung on grounded pass first foul. Tim, you're a baseball man, and, and uh, I, I didn't get a chance to play baseball. Being here in Wadley, we didn't have a high school team when, when I was sophomore, junior, senior. Um, but followed a lot of baseball and, and everything when I worked over here and sitting up in the stands and hear all the old folks talking, you know, when somebody cracks and fouls one straight back. There you go. Clark tried to check his swing, but they say he went around, and that's strike three to end the inning. We'll come back to Matt's thought. I think I know where you're going with that, Matt. But we'll talk about that as we go to the top of the fourth inning. Southern Union breaks through. They lead it one to nothing. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. 
Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA-SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Bison breakthrough with a run in the bottom of the third. We go to the top of the fourth. Southern Union leading at one to nothing. And Matt, finish your thought. You were we were talking about well, you know, when the, when the batter hits and it comes straight back, they all told me that they're on the right speed. They just missed it. And a lot and, of times, yeah, it, it, and that's that's exactly accurate. You see a ball go straight back. That means if he had hit it on the good part of the bat, it would have went straight forward. So uh, that means the timing is good on that pitch. And the other thing about the foul ball too is that as Speaking from experience, there's been a lot of times where you'll hit the ball on the on the sweet part of the bat and just be slightly under it, and it'll feel like a home run, exactly like a home run would feel off your bat, but it shoots straight up in the air. Yeah. You know, so it's that when you get it on that good part of the bat, it's it feels really it feels right. And sometimes it goes a long way and sometimes it goes a long way straight up. <laughs> Not that, a, it's not a matter of inches. It's a matter of, of centimeters. That's exactly right. Millimeters. But that, to your point, I mean, it's it's at the same time, it means that hitter has timed it up. And that will come back in the innings to follow. That's right. Two, three, four spots in the order for the Buccaneers as we're ready to start the fourth inning. Cameron Land, breaking ball, strike on the outside corner, 0-1 to Caden Shirley, the left fielder who struck out his first time up. Here's the old one pitch from Land. Jammed him. He pops it foul. And that's a situation there where that was not the good part of the bat. No. That that pitch was in on his hands. The, the, the ball went straight back, but he was jammed. And he's got himself in an 0-2 count. Here is that 0-2 pitch. Land tried the outside corner but left it wide, and it's 1-2. One-two pitch from Land on the way. Hit sharply to center. Cook came in. Now has to go back. Oh, puts man. the glove up and makes oh, the catch. Oh, oh, oh. Almost a, a critical error on the initial reaction by Cook. That ball was hit on a line right at him. He stepped in for a second and almost let that ball get over his head, but he let, put the glove up and made the catch for out number one. And that's a tough ball right there. That ball is hit right at you on a line. You have really no way to judge how far it's going to go. It's not like it's up in the air. And you don't have a lot of time to make that decision. That's probably the, the hardest play a center fielder because they have so much territory to cover. And um, that, that line drive, you just can't get a good read on it coming off, and then it's on you before you know it. That's right. But Cook did a good job to recover to it. Made the catch. And Smelly has fallen behind 0-2 after he just fouled one off. Smelly struck out looking his first time up. And he awaits the 0-2 pitch. 
Here it comes. Swung on, fouled out of play again. Right side. And he'll see another 0-2 from Cameron Land. Pitch just missed the outside corner. Umpire signaled that it was wide of the plate. And that's a spot that's been where he's been generous, but that one just a little too far off. And it's one and two to Colby Smelly. Here's the pitch, swung on and grounded to short. Phillips makes a diving play, gets to his feet, makes the throw, not in time. Ooh, very close Ooh. play at first. Almost an outstanding defensive play by Clayton Phillips at short. But Smelly running hard all the way, beat it. An infield single with one out for Colby Smelly. And that'll bring up the designated hitter, Griffin Carroll. Carroll also struck out his first time around. Pitch almost hit him. It was inside. Carroll flinched. Was going to let it hit him if it would if it would have. He didn't really try to get out of the way. But he takes it for a ball instead, and it's 1-0. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Went in there again, got the corner, and it's 1-1. One one. This is not a Buccaneers team that forces the issue on the base paths. Just 16 stolen bases through the first 20 games. Swung on chop foul. Smelly at first has two. He's two for two in the stolen base department. One ball, two strikes to Griffin Carroll. Smelly adds a step to his lead. Pitch, one, two, bounces up there. Brewer can't find it right away. And Smelly's going to get down to second. Didn't get away very far. And the hardest one to find is the one that's right at your feet sometimes is if you're a catcher. That's where it was. And that slight hesitation, just that little moment that he took to find the baseball was, was enough time for Smelly to get down to second. So one out, a 2-2 count to Carroll. And now a runner in scoring position for the Buccaneers as they trail it one to nothing. Pitch called, strike three off speed and a beauty from Cameron Land and a big strikeout for out number two here in the fourth. Carroll a strikeout victim for the second time today. Fifth strikeout for Land. And he'll face Drake Logan. Now with two outs and a runner at second. Logan 0 for 1. He grounded out to short his first time. 
pitch to him. Up and in. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball. That one stayed high also. And it's 2-0 to Drake Logan, the third baseman for the Buccaneers. Land comes set and delivers. 2-0 pitch. Off the plate, outside and low, it's 3-0. See if Land can battle back in the 3-0 count. With two outs and a runner at second. Pitch right through there, called strike, it's 3-1. Ison leading it one to nothing. We're in the top of the fourth inning. Shelton State has a man at second with two outs and a three-run, three-one count to Drake Logan. As Cameron Land trying to get out of a little bit of trouble here, pitches up and away for ball four. Not by much, but it did miss. And now there's two runners on with two outs for Braden Broussard, the right fielder. Broussard grounded out to third, his first time up. Two outs, two on here in the fourth. First pitch to Broussard, shows bunt, pulls it back, called strike outside corner, 0-1. Maybe a distraction tactic by Broussard there with two outs. Certainly not a sacrifice situation, obviously. Land comes set. Land comes set. Land comes set. Delivers the 0-1. Breaking ball. Beauty calls strike 0-2. That one froze Broussard. Who didn't bother with the fake bunt that time. But it's an 0-2 count. Fake back to second, nobody there. To receive the throw. So Land held on to it. Now he comes set and delivers the 0-2 pitch. Fouled back to the backstop. Broussard. Of course, we got Jalen Parker on in the circle, you know, due up, and uh, we sure don't need his own base percentages to come up. <laughs> we need right. we need to get Broussard out here and go to the bottom of the fourth. Let's leave Parker for the fifth. That's right. 
Another 0-2 pitch coming to Broussard. Here it is, swung on and fouled out of play again. So Broussard battling the two strikes. Not a lick of wind out there. Not at all. <laughs> that flag is just hugging the foul, hugging the pole. Not the foul pole, the flag pole. Another 0-2 pitch, grounded out to short. Phillips has it, goes to second, and just does get his man as Borgert was able to hold the bag in front of the sliding runner, and that is out number three. In the fourth, the Bison leave a couple strand. I mean, the Buccaneers leave a couple strand, and the Bison come to hit in the bottom of the fourth, leading it one to nothing. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna zero-turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna zero-turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com have you tried to Chuck House in downtown Bobby? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. At number 15, Austin Brewer. Bottom of the fourth inning, Southern Union leading it one to nothing. It'll be the four, five, six spots in the order. Austin Brewer, Brody Sire, and Jake Spivey do up for the Bison. Against Grant Hickman, they got to him a little bit. Back in the fourth, a single, a triple, a walk. Push to run across for Southern Union as Brewer takes a called strike. It's 0-1. Brewer swings and fouls it off the end of his bat. And he's in the hole 0-2. He struck out his first time. One of three strikeouts so far for Hickman. He works fast but gives up a base hit to Brewer who punches it into the gap. He takes a wide turn but is gonna hold it first with a leadoff single for Austin Brewer. Tim, just watching the girls up in Tuscaloosa there in the second game, they're up three to one over Shelton. Tough luck loser in that first game. Emma Jennings had a no hitter through five. And really, and only gave up one hit the rest of the way, but an unearned run, or two unearned runs in that game proved to be the difference. And talking about Emma, those of you that hadn't heard, Olivia Chestnut broke her finger um, Thursday, um, out for the year. Uh, Emma come in and done an outstanding job um, in relief uh, for her. 
And so I'm glad that she's carried that right on into that first game and for today. Chestnut, really the ace of that staff, so that's hurts. that hurts. But if Emma Jennings can pitch the way she's pitched the last two games, then it may not hurt as much. First pitch to Sire, called strike on the outside corner. It's 0-1. As Brewer gets a short lead over there at first. The 0-1 pitch to Sire, hit in the air to left. Shirley ranges to his right, goes back, now catches it just shy of the track for out number one. Coming up to bat, number 44, Jake. Second time Sire's tried left field and come up empty. He's over two. And Brewer's still at first with one out for Jake Spivey. Who struck out looking his first time up. Very short lead for Brewer at first. Pitch called strike, outside corner at the belt, it's 0-1. The 0-1 pitch bounces. Good job by Ragsdale to keep it in front. Brewer stays put, and it's 1-1. One One ball, one strike to Jake Spivey. Hickman. Comes set at the belt. Delivers. Another one low and away. Again, Ragsdale had to block it up. And it's two and one. To Jake Spivey, the designated hitter for Southern Union. Two-one pitch, swung on a hit back to the mound. Hickman's only play is going to be to first, and he gets the out there as Brewer goes down to second. Right off the end of the bat for Spivey, served the same purpose as the bunt there, although that's not what he was trying to do. But it puts a runner in scoring position for Clayton Phillips, who grounded out to short his first time up and could use a hit. Swung on, tapped foul. It's 0-1. Phillips has seen the average come down to 302, and he hasn't had a great series yet either. He's o, went 0 for 4 with two strikeouts in the first game, 0 for 3 in the second game. Looking for his first hit in this series. He'd look for be a great time for it right now. The 0-1 pitch. Chase one in the dirt, and it's 0-2. 
Phillips receiving a reprimand from the dugout <laughs> for swinging at that pitch that was nowhere near the strike zone. He probably was fooled. It was a breaking ball in the dirt. And he's got himself in an 0-2 count. Ragsdale sets up in the opposite batter's box. That's where the pitch went. Off the plate, outside, it's one and two. Let's see if Hickman goes back to that breaking ball. He fooled him on that second strike. What will the one-two pitch be? No, back to the fastball. But that one's outside, and it's two and two. Hickman's got to know that breaking ball's in his back pocket if he wants to get his man chasing, fouled off as Phillips stays alive. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, a runner at second. Southern Union trying to add to a one to nothing lead here in the fourth. Pitch to Phillips. There was that breaking ball. Phillips laid off of it that time, and he's run it full. Good at bat now by Clayton Phillips. He was behind 0-2. And he's worked it full. Here comes the payoff pitch. Swung on and hit in the air to right. Not very deep. Broussard circles around it, puts the glove up, makes the catch, and that's out number three. So the Bison threaten get a runner to second, but leave him stranded. And we will go to the fifth, Southern Union leading it one to nothing. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the Car Clinic. Still one to nothing as we go to the fifth inning. Cameron Land back out there. He's put up a bunch of zeros so far. Just two hits allowed through the first four innings. Five strikeouts. Another quality start for Cameron Land. He'll hope to continue that start here as we get ready to start the fifth. Tim just um want to mention, you know, you said earlier Adam and Lon and Al's down doing the basketball game and Adam's not up here, but I just want to extend out to Adam and Lane both. Uh, Lindsay, the uh, daughter goes, checks into the hospital this afternoon to induce 
labor and uh, you know they're very excited about that but in this COVID situation Lane can't be there with her you know Lane's you know just sitting on pins and needles and on the edge waiting and uh, we hope everything goes well and wish Lindsay and Russell best of luck and and, and everything and such an excitement bring a kid in and and grow them up and you know and, and know Adam and Lane be tickled to death. A joyous, a joyous day for them, and a tough one too. At the same time, I think that's got to be one of the toughest results of this COVID situation is relatives not being able to be a part of such a, a special moment like that. I can't imagine having to just sit and wait for news from afar, <laughs> rather than being there and letting the, somebody come out and talk to you about it. But they're that's the situation that they're in. And Jalen Parker will lead things off for the Buccaneers. He's taking a strike, now taking a ball. He's in a 1-1 count. He let off the third with a single his first time around. One of those two hits that Cameron Land has allowed. Pitch is low for ball two. Had the plate, but zipped in around the ankles, and it's two and one to Parker. Here's a two-one pitch, off speed. Must have been high, and it's three and one. Again, had the plate. He's got the horizontal, but he doesn't have the vertical. And speaking down the way, the Southern Union lady basketball team up 48 to 23 with 404 left in the third putting it to them over there yeah coach, coach heron's got the girls grooving right now i mean they they guess will make seven in a row yep. that they've won and they're should, really playing good and it should lock down second place for them in the division which top four teams go to the conference yeah. tournament Put them in the bottom side of the bracket where they don't have to face Shelton, you know. Until later on, that's right. As Parker strikes out, swinging for out number one. Here in the first, Land Got him on a high fastball. Sixth strikeout for Cameron Land. And there's one out in the fifth for Nick Ragsdale. Ragsdale walked. Back in the third, his only time up. Fastball called strike outside corner. It's 0-1 to Ragsdale. one pitch. Tried that spot again. Maybe a little bit low. And that evens the count at 1-1. One one. You talk about Coach Herring too, Matt. How about the, his physique? <laughs> Very impressed. I'll, I'll tell you a story after this pitch. Breaking ball, another beauty. He paints the outside corner. It's one and two. First time I saw Coach Herring this season, it was a couple, probably about a month ago when we were in the building over there. and some I, I saw a guy that was dressed in Southern <laughs> Union attire, and I you know, spoke to him. He had a mask on, so I couldn't see his face clearly. And, as the pitch bounces up there for a ball, it's two and two. 
And so I just I, I assumed I didn't know who that was. And it was Coach Herring. I had, and I, as we were walking out, I was with Adam. And I said, was that Coach Herring? He said, yes. I had to go back in there and say, Coach, I didn't even recognize you. I'm sorry. I didn't speak to you. I didn't realize it was him. And I asked him how much weight he lost. He said he's lost over 100 pounds. That ball is hit well to left. Kelly ranges back towards the fence, puts the glove up, and bounces oh, off his glove off the top of the fence and out of here. Wow. A home run for Nick Ragsdale ties it up. I don't know if it hit the glove. It sure looked like it did. Kelly was right at the fence. It bounced off the top of the fence and over for a solo home run. And I, we are tied one-to-one. One. I think Will really thought he had it. And, and then, you know, because he didn't have to jump or anything, and I think his glove and the, hit, and the ball hit on the fence and then bounced out. Yeah, he was there to make he the was. play. But the ball just traveled far enough to get out of here. and We got a tie game as Nolan Hammonds takes a called strike. Here's the 0-1 pitch, swung on, fouled off at the plate, it's 0-2. So good for Coach Herring, women's basketball coach, taking care of himself and losing all that weight. I always, always get inspired when I see folks take that kind of effort over themselves. Swung on and hit on the line to right. Sire's gonna have to play it on a hop, and that's a base hit. For Hammonds. And going back to the home run, <laughs> Ragsdale, you talk about getting the good part of the bat on the ball and letting that do the work. He didn't swing very hard. And I thought he was even a little off stride as he hit it. And that after that base hit, that's going to be the end of the line for Cameron Land. I believe it's going to be Cronin coming out of the bullpen, but we'll – Check that make sure. Come back and tell you about the pitching change right after this. Hey, folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. We'd always hometown pharmacy where we know you by name is H&M Drugs. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. We've redone our gift department, so make sure you come by and check it out and take advantage of our free gift wrapping. At H&M Drugs, most insurances are accepted, and we carry a full line of medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and much more. H&M Drugs offers a full line of vaccinations as well. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs. Drugs, 146 Village Lane in Weedowie. New pitcher for Southern Union is right-hander Andrew Cronin. Cronin has kind of been back and forth between a starting role and a relief role. He obviously comes on in relief here. Six appearances for the season, two starts. He's got a 1-0 record, three saves, a 4.04 ERA. 
17 and a third innings work, 22 hits allowed, 10 runs, two walks, 20 strikeouts. Cronin, the right-hander, will change his arm slot from pitch to pitch. He comes overhand, he comes sidearm. And this was kind of the ace in the hole for Coach Aaron Everett. Cronin, who was the starter in game two of the series last week against Bevel, did not pitch at all on Thursday, so he is fresh. And will go as probably as long as needed here in this game as the Bison find themselves in a 1-1 tie. Bunt is popped up, but it bounces off the roof. Rolls down the screen back into play for strike one. To Carson Clowers, leadoff man up for the third time. Clowers 0 for 2. He grounded to short and then hit into that double play where he... Grounded to third base with runners at first and second. And Collins was able to step on the bag and throw across for the second out. There is that sidearm delivery from Cronin and another foul ball. And the count is 0-2 to Clowers. Hammonds down at first after the single that chased Cameron Land. As that pitch comes in high to Clowers, to run the count to one and two. But Land, another good start, four and a third innings. He struck out six. Allowed four hits, but two of those were to the last two batters that he faced. Fouled off again by Clowers. And unfortunately, Cameron Land, who leaves a tie ball game will not factor into the decision unless Hammonds comes around to score, then Land could lose it, but hopefully that's not the case for the Bison. One ball, two strikes to Clowers. Just missed the corner. Cronin gave a little bit of a look towards home plate after that pitch, and he didn't get the call. And that'll even the count at two and two. Sidearm grounded to short. Phillips over to Borgert for one. The turn is not going to be in time. But they get the lead runner as Clowers reaches on the fielder's choice. So Hammond's out. Would have been a really good double play. That ball wasn't hit very hard. Phillips and Borgert did well to make sure they got one. So Clowers now the man at first with two outs. And Caden Shirley the batter. Pitch called strike. Sidearm delivery, fastball on the outside corner. It's 0-1. Shirley went 0 for 2 against Land. He struck out and flied to center. Runner goes. Throw down by Brewer on the money. Got it. And he is out. A beautiful throw by Austin Brewer. Landed right in the glove of Borgert. And Clower slid right into it for out number three. So a good defensive play to end the fifth. But the home run ties things up. We go to the bottom half of inning number five. One to one, our score. 
Southern Union Bison Athletics has been brought to you by Southern With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. One to one, our score as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Eight, nine, one spots due up for Southern Union. Will Kelly, Riley Borgert, and Miles Cook. And let's see if Will can start it off this time. We saw the just barely home run in the top of the inning by Ragsdale. Kelly swinging, big cut, fouls it off. It's 0 and 1. Hickman still out there for the Buccaneers. Pitch to Kelly. Another big cut, but he chops it foul the other way. Down third, and it's 0-2. Kelly one for one, singled, came around to score the Bison run back in the third inning. Swing and a miss. The ball pops away from the catcher. They're going to have to throw him out, and they do. And Kelly is out number one in the fifth. Coming up bat, number 27, Riley Bogart. Yeah. And Riley Bogart yeah. will be the hitter. 0 for 1, grounded out to second. His first time around. Trying to get something going here in a tie ball game. One to one, bottom of the fifth inning. And it looks like Ragsdale's gonna need a new mitt. He does swap out gloves. And he's ready to come back and take his position. Something busted loose on that last pitch. Something that cannot be quickly repaired, so he swaps out the glove. One ball, no strikes to Borgert. We're ready to go. Hickman into the wine. Swung on and popped up on the infield. Hickman has called for it. Now he's called off. It's going to be Clowers who comes in behind him on the grass behind the mound to make the catch for out Coming number two. Two outs, nobody on, and it will be Miles Cook. Who had the, the most exciting play of the day so far for Southern Union. 
Back in the third, he hit that two-out triple that scored the run, and we got to watch him fly around the bases. That was a lot of fun. 0-1 to Cook. Yeah, I think you, you said he could probably have stood up at third. It was that obvious and his speed and all, but I think he just had to slide to make it fun, you know. Yeah, you got to get those pants dirty. That's right. You can't go home with a clean uniform. That pitch is low and in, and he's got the count in his favor, two and one. Two-one pitch. That one is up. Three balls and one strike. And talking about the speed, Cook certainly a guy you want on base with two outs. Mm -hmm. He can get around the paths in a hurry. 3-1. Check the swing. Called strike inside corner. It's 3-2. and two. Pitch from Hickman. Hit slowly to the mound. Hickman's going to field it and throw across in time for out number three. Pretty good play there by Hickman, who fielded it barehanded. Stepped it through and got his man by a step. So the Bison go one, two, three in the fifth. We will go to the top of the sixth inning, one-to-one, -one our score. Have you tried Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256 1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. One-to-one -one our scores. We go to the top of the sixth inning. It'll be the two, three, four spots in the order for the Buccaneers. Caden Shirley will lead it off. He was at the plate when Clowers was thrown out trying to steal to end the, in, end the inning. So Shirley will get a fresh count and kind of a second look here at Andrew Cronin. Cronin first pitch, breaking ball is low. And it's 1-0 to Shirley. Drops down, fastball, swung on and missed. Surely didn't catch up to that high heat, and it's one and one. We had another good crowd here today. Uh, Shelton's brought a good crowd as well. Chopper over the mound. Phillips charges in, now cut off by Collins, who can't make a throw. And we'll see how it's going to be ruled. We hadn't had to ask on our official Will score. Will Phillips, the official score. Uh, E5 on Thomas Collins. And that, could, that 
wasn't an easy play, but if he fields <laughs> it cleanly and makes a good throw, he probably gets him. The first error of the day for either team. And it puts Shirley on a big pinch run for him. I believe, or did he just swap out the helmet? At any rate, let's run it first. Smelly's the batter. He shows bunt, pulls it back, pitch was inside. And it's 1-0. I do believe that is a pinch runner. I was looking down at my scorebook as they were doing that. And if that's a four, that's Sam Day over there. Bunt back to the mound. Cronin goes to first and gets the out, but the sacrifice works as Smelly lays it down. And that was four. And it is Sam Day on the base paths, and he goes down a second. On the sacrifice bunt. by Spelly, and that puts a runner in scoring position for Griffin Carroll, who is very happy that Cameron Land is out of the ball game, and he hits one right back through the box into center field. Cook's going to come up throwing, and they're going to hold him at third. Good job by Miles Cook to get that ball back into the infield quickly and prevent the run from scoring, but they're at the corners now with one out after the single by Carroll. And I was saying that he's happy to see Cameron Land out of the ball game. He struck out twice against Land, but wrapped a hard hit single back through the box on the first pitch he saw from Andrew Cronin. So some soup for Cronin here in the sixth. First and third, one out. And Drake Logan, the hitter. He shows bunt, takes it for a ball inside, 1-0. and Coach Sproul not afraid to play a little small ball. They, pretty much every time a runner's been on, he's had his man square around at some point. They've had mixed results with that, but they just got one down. Again, bunt shown. Again, the pitch taken. It was low and away, and it's 2-0. Drake Logan, 0 for 1 with a walk. He's grounded out to short. And again, the bunt mentality, stay out of the double play. See how they play it 2-0. They're swinging away, swing and a miss. It's 2-1. and one. Let's see if they go back to the bunt now. He does square around. He lays it down. It's a squeeze play. There's going to be no play at home, and the run scores. There's nobody to cover third, and it's a foot race. Brewer is going to him. tag the man out at third base. That was great hustle by Brewer, <laughs> you know. <laughs> what a weird play. Good job by Austin Brewer, recognizing immediately that there was no one to cover third, and it was a foot race. Brewer. And Griffin Carroll, Brewer tagged him out. Yeah, he made it, Blue. He sure did. 
setting up here at the advantage. He was and Coach Sproul out to argue. Got the explanation that he needed, and he's headed back to the dugout. But the run does score on the squeeze play, sort of a safety squeeze. Logan, after all the commotion, ends up at, down at second base. Carroll is out trying to advance to third. So now there's two outs in the inning, a run in. And Broussard at the plate with a man at second. Pitch called strike. It's 0-1 to Broussard. So this was a two unassisted put out <laughs> at third base. You don't see that every day. No. And Day came around to score. Updating my scorebook. Talking myself through it as I do it. But attempt. Didn't get it. It's 0-2 now to Broussard. You know, just kind of looking out of the corner of my eye, you know, the catcher had to had to come up to catch the ball, so that put him in a up position to sprint down there. I think if it had been a close play at home and he'd have still been kind of in the crouch, I don't think he'd have ever made it down there. Pitches up and in to Broussard. That makes it one and two. Again, going back to the, the front end of that play, the bunt was laid down sort of on the first base side. Clark, I think, came in and was the one that fielded it and tried to flip it to home, but the run had scored. That play was not really that close. Swing and a miss, strike three. So the Bison get out of it with just one run coming across, but it's a big run as the Buccaneers have claimed a 2-1 lead as we go to the bottom of the sixth. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray it from the Car Clinic. Two to one, our score. The Buccaneers claim the lead in the top of the six with a squeeze bunt play. And the Bison will come to hit, trailing it by a run now, as it'll be the two, three, four spots in the order. Thomas Collins, Casey Clark, Austin Brewer do up for Southern Union, who have managed just three hits off of starter Grant Hickman, who's still out there for the Buccaneers. Pitch is a called strike on the outside corner to Collins, who is grounded to first and walked 0 for 1 officially. The 0 1 pitch swung on and hit in the air. Foul territory. That's going to get out of play over the Southern Union dugout on the first base side, and it's 0 2. 
to Thomas Collins. Here is the 0-2 pitch, swung on and hit to third hard, but Logan there to get it on a bounce and makes the throw across in plenty of time to get Collins. So a hard hit ball, but nothing to show for it. And there's one out here in the sixth. And you get to the part of the order now with Casey Clark, Brewer, Spivey a couple of hitters down. Even Will Kelly down in the order if you can get to him. These are guys that can tie this game with one swing of the bat, so you don't have to put together a bunch of hits no. necessarily in a one-run ball game. But the hard-hit balls have been few and far between for Southern Union off of Hickman, whose first pitch to Clark is low for ball one. Now the 1-0 pitch. That one's hit in the air, shallow center. Infielders go out, outfielders come in, and it's going to be Clowers, the shortstop, to make the catch in shallow center field for out number two. Brewer. One of the... One of the bright spots so far for Southern Union offensively and defensively. He's one for two. He's got a base hit. He threw out a runner trying to steal and then had that heads-up play where he chased the runner to third base or beat the runner to third base when there was nobody covering. So Brewer has a lot to be proud of today as he starts off in a 1-0 count. Pitches up and in, 2-0. He'd be a lot more proud if he could do something about this 2-1 hole the Bison are in. Low pitch, called strike, outside corner at the knees. It's 2-1. Nothing wrong with taking that pitch, 2-0. That wasn't a hitter's pitch by any means. 2-1, that was. Brewer had a big cut and didn't get it. It's 2-2. Two two. Brewer thinking like us. Tie it with one swing, that cut. Now he's got to dial it down and try to put it in play with two strikes. Two-two pitch, swung on and missed, strike three, and down go the Bison in the sixth. One, two, three. We go to the seventh. Buccaneers leading Southern Union two to one. With Alley's Hometown Pharmacy, H&M Drugs, where we've been taking care of the community for over 40 years. Fast, friendly service. We know you by name. Most insurance companies are accepted, and we've redone our gift department, so make sure you come by and check it out. Also offering free gift wrapping, H&M Drugs carries a full line of medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. H&M Drugs offering a full line of vaccinations. Open Monday to Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane in Wheat Alley. 
Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Seventh inning. Shelton State leading Southern Union two to one. The Bison got one in the third on the RBI triple by Miles Cook. The Buccaneers answered back with one in the fifth and one in the sixth to take the lead. And that's where we stand. Two runs on five hits and no errors committed for Shelton State. One run on three hits. And kind of a costly error for Southern Union in that sixth inning that allowed the go-ahead run to, or led to the go-ahead run. They had a chance to get a runner that ended up coming around to score that tying, or that go-ahead run. So the error a little bit costly as Southern Union trails at two to one. And Andrew Cronin back on the mound for the Bison to face the seven, eight, nine spots in the order. Jalen Parker will lead things off. Parker one for two, he singled and struck out. Takes inside for ball one. This is his first look at Cronin. His first two at bats came against Land. Pitch called strike, outside corner at the knees, one and one. To the center fielder for Shelton State. The 1-1 pitch. Breaking ball, he flinched but didn't go. Pitch was low, it's 2-1. Good pitch there from Cronin, sidearm. Called strike at the knees, that's two and two. He dropped down again, but left it high this time, and it's a full count to Parker. If you're Cronin, you want to keep it right where it is. One run is not too tall of a task for a comeback, as there's a chopper to third. Collins has it, sets his feet, makes a good throw for out number one. And that'll bring up Nick Ragsdale, who hit that solo home run back in the fifth that bounced off the top of the fence and over. Home run by the slimmest of margins. We thought Kelly was going to catch it out there, but didn't go the Bison's way, and he's up there trying to keep his perfect day alive. He walked his first time up, hit that home run. He's one for one, been on base both times. Takes a called strike. It's 0-1. Down at the arena, the girls just finished up the 34-point win, 84-50. to So the men will be coming up here probably about – 20, 20, oh, my goodness. 
Hot shot back to Cronin, yeah, who flagged it down. I think that got all glove. They're going to check on him. Yeah. And rightfully so. He says it, he motioned toward the heel of his glove, his wrist. Shoo. We don't need another one of them. No, we you don't. Uh-uh. That ball was hit on a rock, on a rocket. Line shot. And a good reaction by Cronin. And fortunate that only hit him on the wrist. It knocked the glove off his hand, but he was able to pick it up and throw his, throw his man out for out number two. And Hammond stands in, takes the ball. It's 1-0. and Nice breaking ball. Paints the corner. It's 1-1. One and one. Hammond's 1 for 2. He singled and struck out. And the Lady Bodies in softball up in Shelton, Tuscaloosa. They're still up 3-1 to one in their second game in the sixth inning. Hasn't been a lot of offense in that series. Mm-mm. It's been a pitching-dominated series throughout. Because there's a called strike to Hammonds. That evens the count at 2-2. Two and two. Quick third out would be just what the doctor ordered for the Bison. And the pitch just missed the outside corner. Full count now to Hammonds. Bison want to get in there and start their comeback. Yeah, can't tell whether Shelton's got a reliever warming up or just a pitcher for the next game. Called strike three. Inside corner at the belt. We'll tell you about the next pitcher, whether it's going to be Hickman or somebody else, as we go to the bottom of the seventh, Southern Union needs at least one. They trail it two to one. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Bison Trailer 2-1. It'll be Brody Sire, Jake Spivey, Clayton Phillips. Due up for Southern Union as they need at least one here in the bottom of the seventh to keep this going. Two can win it. Take just a moment to tell you. Whenever or however this game ends, we will take the broadcast down, stop our broadcast, and let y'all take a break in between games, and we'll be back for game two. About 30 minutes after the end of this one, Sire. Behind in the count, 0-1. 
That is Hickman still out there trying to finish things up as he gets a pop-up. Shallow left field. That is not Shirley out there. That's a defensive substitution who comes in and left and makes the catch for out number one. And I'm trying to hit the out team and I can't pick up his number. Can't see the number on the left fielder. If we do, we'll let you know who that is out there. Now Jake Spivey hits with one out, nobody on. In the seventh, check swing, they appeal, he did not go. Pitch was low and away, it's ball one to Spivey. Spivey 0 for two. He struck out and grounded out to the pitcher. Hits one foul and out of play. That'll even account at one ball, one strike. Spivey. Another one that could tie it with one, one hack. He dribbles it back to the pitcher, slams the bat down in frustration, and he is thrown out for out number two. And Hitman's done a fabulous job. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's an understatement. I mean, here he is, one out away from a complete game. He's held Southern Union to three hits. I can only think of two or three hard-hit balls. He hasn't struck out a lot of guys. He's changed it up enough, uh, you know, with his breaking ball and his off speed, just keep everybody, you know, off guard. Five strikeouts, so nothing unusual there. He's just gotten soft contact throughout this game. Mm-hmm. One ball, no strikes to Clayton Phillips. Bison last hope if Phillips doesn't get on. That'll be the ball game. One and one now. Here's the pitch, up and away. But that's why you have to get three outs. We've seen two out, some two out magic in these situations. Mm-hmm. Pitch is up, and Phillips has worked it to a three-one count. With Will Kelly on deck. 3-1 pitch, swing and a miss, big cut by Phillips. Came up empty and it's three and two and the Bison are down to their last strike. Hickman takes a little walk and the outfielders shift towards the right a little bit. You know Hickman wants to finish this ball game. Phillips doesn't want it to, but Hickman's gonna win that battle. As Phillips strikes out swinging to end the ball game. A pitcher's duel goes Shelton State's way, and the Buccaneers win it 2-1 to one in the first game of our doubleheader this afternoon. We'll take a break, come back and wrap things up, get you ready for game number two right after this. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna zero-turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna zero-turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or Online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com. Two to one, our final in game number one between Southern Union and Shelton State. The Bison lose 
a pitching duel to, by one run and tip of the cap to Shelton State pitcher Grant Hickman, who goes the distance. He allowed three hits and just one run, and he retired the last 12, 12 batters that he faced. Not a single bison reached base from, from the fourth inning on. And Hickman earned every bit of that win as it was a close game throughout. And Shelton State did just enough to win this ball game. And now Southern Union will try to avoid the four-game sweep as we get ready for game number two in the fourth and final game of this series between Shelton State and Southern Union. We'll take a break. Matt and I will reset everything video-wise, audio-wise. Yeah. You know, and then our crunch, you get the lineups and everything put in, you know. And they're not on TV time here, you know, so it'll crunch me to get the changes and get everything back up. We're, we're working on their clock, we, not we the are. other way That's around. Right. That's, That's right. right. That's right. So we'll, we'll get ready for game number two. Step aside. Please come back and join us. Uh, it's 3.54 by my clock, so we'll give it 30 minutes and say what? 4.25 for the start of game number two, thereabouts. So join us then. We'll be back for Tim Out for, for Matt Knight. I'm Tim Outtork. We'll be back in a little while. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. So long.